<laughs> Welcome to the panel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we are the panelists, bringing to you comic book news, musings, hot takes, you name it. With I'm Ben Fullon. With me, as always, is... I know, I, I jumped the gun there. With me, as always, is... Bob L. Green. Nicole Herview. And we have a guest today. Hello. <laughs> oh, and she's British, and she's, she's going to maintain this accent. No, she's not. Uh, she's British, aspiring artist. She's an artist. I'm kidding. Aspiring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Vicky, Lita. Lita, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are uh, you? Do we do this banter, or can we just talk about Let's that? Talk about shop. Talk shop about. <laughs> oh, I'm a comics artist too. Just you know, if any yes. uh, people who work at Image, Oni, Dark Horse, etc., are looking. So. Man, I have your blog right now. Yes. Yeah, like it. It's VickyLeaderRocks.Liberia. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Is it? Does it? Is it like just rocks that you've made? <laughs> yes, it's Vicky a rock Lita blog. Rocks. Yeah, it's okay. And that's a rock yeah, fact. Vague reference. Oh, uh, <laughs> interesting. Um, so we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, mm. Some news this week. Apparently, not apparently. It's happening, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Your favorite character who has died over and over and over and over and over again mm. is coming back from the dead again. once again. Mm. It's Jean Grey. I never My saw God. it coming. You could call her a phoenix. Yeah. Wow, it seems to really fit. Yeah. Scott! Jean. Scott! <laughs> Scott! I can't control it! This Ruby Course visor helps control by optic blasts. <laughs> That's my favorite version of Cyclops, actually. <laughs> Total dork. Uh, anyways. Yeah, Jean's coming back. The original Jean Grey. She's coming back for what? Marvel Legacy? For Marvel Legacy. Marvel Generations, whatever Marvel it's called. Marvel Legacy. Yeah. Is it going to be permanent? Ask, ask me if I care. Hey, I know Nicole, you don't. Do you care? No. Hmm. That's all. I care. <laughs> I care because my, my issue this week is actually going to be Jean Grey. Uh, oh, I see you. But that's Teen Gene. I am oh, I am very much on Team Teen Gene. Same. See, that's um, the thing. Yes. And this is what's happening with a lot of like the legacy characters, because they're bringing back Tony Stark. They're going to bring back uh, Odin's son as Thor. And it's mm-hmm. just like, well, why'd you introduce all these other folks? That's up. As them. If and you're just going to, in one right. fell swoop. Just and so yeah. Axel, in another recent interview about it, was saying like, this is phase three of our big whatever, and it's now time to see if the Marvel Universe is big enough for all <laughs> these characters. I'm kind of just like, let yes. him have it. Let him have it. Like, we're, like, it was better when Steve was old hmm. and, like, Sam was flying around as Captain America because that was kind of cool dynamic there. Mm-hmm. He had old, athletic, old man Steve. Was he still athletic? He, he was, was still, still super athletic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was just old. It's like the only part of the serum that got sucked out of him was the one that kept him young. <laughs> I missed that entire plot line. Because there, there were some really great images of, like, old Steve, but him being just ripped and, like, threatening, <laughs> like, like, threatening Mr. Fantastic during the incursions and just being like, stop it, Reed. Like that beach guy, Charles Atlas. Yeah. Or whatever, who was, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. very muscly into old age. Mm-hmm. One of those guys. But yeah, Jean Grey's coming back, and wow. yeah. not super excited about it. Again, if it was weird. Teen Jean, <coughs> Teen Jean is happening. Teen Jean is here. Oh, and I'll talk about Teen Jean and how it relates to current uh, resurrected Jean pretty soon. But in other stuff that's happening too, <laughs> in things that no one asked for, uh, uh. reports have come out 
that uh, apparently they've shoved Darth Vader into the Han Solo film, too. Why? Nice. Why do you do this? Edgy. We want to be edgy. We're going to sell all that Disney content. Because like, if you have twin sons, one can be Darth Vader and the other can be Han Solo. Do you see this? Do you see where I'm going with this? Marketing. Twin sons. <laughs> like the twin sons of Tatooine? <laughs> yes. Rimshot. But I'm tiss. Um, no, I get what you're saying. Like, if you have two male or, or female children who want to be these yeah, sorry. characters. Yes. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. You smell what I'm stepping in. I do. Mm. But at the same time, Lando. The thing is, I don't think, the, like, even just talking about, irrespective of Lando, it's like, why do we need more Darth Vader? We don't need more Darth Vader. Uh, ben, I yeah. happen to be a huge fan of Star Wars trademark, and Darth <laughs> Vader trademark is one of my favorite characters in Star Wars trademark. I'm looking forward to seeing Darth Vader trademark in this movie because he gets me very excited when I see him on screen. I like seeing things that I recognize that I know already. I'm trademark. looking forward to hopefully seeing maybe the Death Star trademark, maybe a <laughs> Star Destroyer trademark or a Super Star Destroyer trademark, oh maybe the Bridge of the Executor, all rights reserved. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, there is a 200-page legal document in front of him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Disney lawyers are here. Uh, I am being dragged. We are being. Ah, they, like, that is. Know, we are being held at gunpoint. <laughs> Isn't it the executioner? It's the executor. Really? What about executor? The Pokemon. Ex- the Pokemon. Yeah, it runs around on a Pokemon. Executor, right? Yeah, executor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the executor. I, I don't okay. say it a lot. Like, kind of like one. Isn't that the person like, that like like takes care of a will? Yeah, reads your <laughs> will. <laughs> like, oh, it's like how Darth Vader Vader means father. I think they're Vader going for something here. Vader in German Vader literally means father. <laughs> Thank you, Pitch Perfect. His name is Darth Father. <laughs> Thank you, Anna Kendrick. Sneaky. I know. Sneaky, sneaky. So many Germans in 1977 must have been like, Voss? <laughs> Voss? <laughs> I have no idea. Voss is Das Vader. <laughs> uh, they're also wow. apparently like saying that there's going to be the Kessel Run. See, that I'm interested in. I'm not. No. Prequels don't make things more interesting. Seeing stuff that is talked about hey, remember does that not time make it better. That there was I, a cu- I think there was about like three of the prequels and they were like kind of lukewarm opinion you guys are looking at me like you want to murder me uh, right now lukewarm <laughs> luke was only in one of them and it was towards the end christ <laughs> okay no but the, that's exactly right the, the prequel yeah sorry for talking over you but like yeah. yes it, explaining and showing how things happened is not as interesting as like the mystery in my opinion that's my yeah. humble yeah, opinion that's I, I agree very much, your opinion. Very much my I opinion i agree where like everything here's the thing where's the line between quality storytelling and just kind of and i'm, I'm sounding like a big old like you know tinfoil hat kind of person right now mm-hmm. quality storytelling you are wearing a tinfoil hat I right am, now i am thank you so weird, it's a betsy johnson <laughs> um i where is the line between quality storytelling and also just showing people what they want because frankly yeah, yeah. i you know i love those characters i do love, love story versus fan service exactly yeah. yes. the castle run feels like fan service it does, but it's also like you do want to make a movie that is marketable that people want to see. You want to be Something like, like oh, I'm you'll a- get to see X, Y, Z thing, and also some uh, other great shit. Well, they wanted to make a movie people wanted to see. Well, maybe it's just me. I didn't want to but see also, a Han Solo it's, prequel. It's, you know. Okay. Is oh. there, it's Disney. Is there an actual Kessel Run in the Walt Disney World Resort or, or Magic Kingdom where it's like ride. a 5K, but everybody has these little like floaties oh, on, like the oh, little, awesome. like a little like a uh, Millennium Kessel Falcon run. kind of floaty or something yeah. like that? They do, they do have like idea. 5Ks and half they Trademark me. They have the Disney World. They have the Disney World Marathon. Yeah. A bunch of people have done it. My friends it. run in it. Yeah. 
And she said it was great. Remember yeah. that time I was a little pissy about marketing? Not anymore. <laughs> great integrated marketing. Now I'm all yeah. about it. That's actually brilliant. Yeah, How do you guys Kessel run? Yeah. How do you think they'll deal with the parsecs issue, right? Because yeah, because it's not factually. I yeah. think I think I think Lucasfilm is sticking to the fact that parsecs for them are units of um, measurement. Yeah, or are the time m- instead yeah. of distance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think they're gonna uh, stick stick hard and fast is, to it because they did the in Kessel Run reaching a certain speed. Well, the idea is that the Kessel Run is near a black hole, mm-hmm. so like you have to take a certain route to get through it. I just hit my mic, sorry. It's fine. And like, uh, right? And, 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 and yes. dealing with time dilation. The Kessel Run. The Kessel Run is yes. The Kessel Run is exactly that. It's a smuggler's route that takes them close to a black hole. Okay. Um, and the goal is just, I mean, not the goal, but it's like everyone did it because Imperial troops do not follow you, or Imperial ships don't follow you because small ships can escape and get out of the. Black hole gravitational pull. But the Imperials. With their heavy cruisers and their light shielding and their weak engines can't. Sure. Because twin ion engines are, in fact, not that strong. Okay, so then Hmm. then it makes no sense, yes. I I was going to say, if the Kessel Run is you have to hit this speed, like go to light speed in this amount of distance, then sure. Got it. Yeah, no, the Kessel Run is a very specific route. I forget which galaxy it's through, but... Wow. So in my Kessel Run, the black hole <laughs> will be like one of those floats in the electric light parade, and you have to go around Got it a couple it. times. That's not a thing anymore, fun fact. Well, bring it back. I agree. <laughs> I was heartbroken, heartbroken when bring I went it back. to Disney World, and there was no electric light parade. I wept. Not really, but in my heart, I did. Yeah. I've never, you know, I've been to Disney World like three times. I've never seen the electric lights parade. Well, you won't now. Disney oh, World. Oh, no. Disney well, World. Actually, I have a Disney, really good high Disney World. Video Disney of it. World. <laughs> I didn't take it. It's on Gene. YouTube, and it's like my favorite Go. thing. And I just watch it sometimes if I have half an hour and I want to be Logan. happy. Nice. Yeah. There is some owls here. screeching in proximity, so yeah, I couldn't I don't quite know what hear that. that. Was, but <laughs> they weren't people. I'm sorry for the cross talk. We're sassy, folks. Yeah. Anyways, Scott. A good announcement, <laughs> Scott. A good announcement. Um, depending on how we all feel about this series. But the CW verse continually expanding in their domination of teendom is. Do you, uh, do you think in an alternate universe the WB is doing this too? <laughs> yes, I actually think the WB with the frog is doing. The super, frog is president. Yeah, the, the universe. Fr- yeah, is doing super well. He never got fired, <laughs> and it's great. WB eleven from New Yorkers is still a thing, so. Um, but the CW verse is expanding their footprint yet again, and is going to have a chilling adventures of Sabrina, focused on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm for this. I, I am. I am actually okay with it. I say I. Um, because the old school Sabrina gives me like the biggest nostalgia in the world. Mm-hmm. Also, if you make a gritty witch teenage witch show, I'm in. Witches are very in. It's right hitting now. all marks. Mm-hmm. Young teenage girls, spooky stuff all year round. Spooky, too spooky. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the possible crossover is with Supergirl. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm the kind of person who, when the Halloween decorations come out, I'm like, oh my god, new house decorations are out. Like I'm that <laughs> new girl. new home decorations. I'm like, oh, I wanted this little raven that I could just put on a shelf and have a raven, like, and this glitter skull. I wanted these things. How much money do you think Greg Berlanti, like, has so now? He's, like, created an empire, and I want to be him. 
and his money. Anyways, we get him on the show and ask him how much we he should. Makes. Hey, how much you pulling down, Greg? <laughs> By the way, can you cover the pizza, Greg? We're a little short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can, you, uh, can you grab that? We don't even have pizza today. We, we can afford it on the regular. The one um, time we ate, I. I couldn't listen to the episode after. Oh, yeah. There was so, so much uh, fry munching. I'm so sorry. There was um, – we were saying, though, I am, I will be here for Sabrina if they give us, um, like, a teen uh, – hot teen Salem. I love Salem. No, Salem cat. has to be Nick Bacay. That's how it goes. <laughs> Wait. Does he have to Is be? Is that the original voice of the cat? Yeah. Yes. Did you read Doom Patrol yet? No, I haven't read the most recent Doom Patrol okay. yet. Something happens such a – I'm sorry. Guys. One day I'll talk about Doom Patrol on here, guys. Oh, there's a cat person in it, though. I saw that. Lotion much. the cat, but that's <laughs> kind of what. This isn't here. this isn't Salem, though. Uh, I understand, but you you said young teen. Right, right. So I'm picturing Lotion the cat now. <laughs> Hi, Dory. Oh my God. Sorry, Vicky. Were you saying something about who's this McKay person? Uh, the the original voice, right? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. making sure that I said the name right. Mm. Oh yeah, I did. Caroline <laughs> Ray, what's she up to? Caroline Ray was in the real Neils, I think. Am I making that up? Uh, but she's round. She's Entirely doing stuff. Possibly I, <laughs> that up. I don't know. I, can't I, I follow the lives of everybody from my favorite '90s uh, mm. sitcoms about magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is the enchi- entire cast of Charm doing right now? <sighs> what's Tony Head up to right now? <laughs> <laughs> he played Giles on. Buffy. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, we know one Buffy cast Xander. member is in jail all the time. Wait, who? What? Xander. Xander. Right? Yeah. Oh. He gets publicly drunk a lot. Yeah, he's oh. got like issues. My my yeah. friend, other Vicky, Vicky. Ugh. Um, other Vicky met met him. Xander. He was very happy. And Spike met Xander and Spike. Ugh, Spike. Got very pumped. Ugh. I was like, have a. Guys, what uh, Hogwarts house do you think the various members of the Scooby Gang from Buffy <laughs> would fall into? <laughs> do you think Spike? Because Spike looks hell? like Spike looks like a Malfoy, right? But this has been it's on your brain that he's all a week. Hufflepuff Spike when he dates a... Buffy because he kind of turns a little Spike bit. Spike is on Huffle... season three. Oh, whoops! <laughs> Oopsies. Uh, <that> is to <laughs> say. <laughs> It was just an assumed fact that I mean, everyone here I has seen Buffy. It's fine. Okay. I just haven't yeah. seen all of it. I, I've been spoiled before. I will continue to be spoiled. I just haven't finished it yet. Do you know who might be a Hufflepuff? Who? Angel. Whoa. <laughs> oh. I think Angel is a Hufflepuff. Granted, I know nothing about the Hogwarts schools. Right. Eliza, were she here, not celebrating uh, the Gregorian New Year, she I mean, would probably punch t- me. I could tell you if, you know, I had seen it. Which house <laughs> smolders the most? Because Angel smolders a lot. Ooh, that's probably Slytherin. Buffy. Slytherin. Buffy's a Ravenclaw. I think Buffy's a Ravenclaw. Buffy is a Ravenclaw. For context, I'm still looking up oh, characters from Screen and Teenage Witch. Bring back Melissa no Joan one, Hart. No one's ever in my house because when we were kids, everyone oversorted into my house. So now everyone's like oversorting out of my house. It's making me very sad. Oh, you know what? Buffy might be a Slytherin. Buffy is a Gryffindor. No, no. Buffy's a Gryffindor. Buffy is a straight up Gryffindor. 100%. That's all. Do we have other stuff? We do. We do. We have two more things. Uh, something that Nicole is excited about. Did you not know I was a Gryffindor? I guess not. Wait, can I just retract my prior statement? Caroline Ray was not in the real <laughs> Nobody cares about this, but I just want the Asterisk. No, no, no. <laughs> Vicky's figured some things out. I just, this, she wants you know, to share. I'm sorry, this is a what podcast? No. Uh, we look at IMDb for a half hour? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Welcome back to the Raycast. Folks, we're talking yeah. about Caroline Ray. I'm sorry. Her life, Ray, Ray houses. What house is she Don't in? hate me, Elisa fans. <laughs> I'm going to bring this Buffy Hogwarts thing up again when Elisa's on the show. Okay. Let's do it. Um, HBO's rumored yes. Watchmen series. Yes. 
is no longer just a rumor. Yes. Uh, producer Damon Linden Lindelof. David Lindelof. David Lindelof. Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof. Shoot. Damon Lindelof teased it on his Insta. And uh, apparently we're getting more Watchmen. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, this should have happened from the start. Watchmen always should have been a miniseries. It should have. It Agreed. totally um, should have. There's so much stuff in there it's that too it, it works better. It's episodic. I do like that yeah. movie, though. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I have a not, soft spot for it, too. I, I yeah. love it. I, it's got problems. It's got, <laughs> it's got Snyder problems. It's but really <laughs> on a writing... Bob shook his head like 19 level, times in between like, those takes. As a, like, as a concept, the book has problems. Like your source material has problems. It is great, but it is problematic as hell. But when was it written, guys? We need to think about that. But it's still problematic as hell. So then you like build off of that, and it's like, eh. I think the movie had um, problems all its own, too, though. Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm just lots saying, of... like, when you are starting off with source material like that, you're going to fall into holes. Dr. Yeah. Manhattan wasn't one of them. Holes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, man, there's going to be so much blue dick. I just realized. a lot of blue dick. I just want the comic pirate thing to happen or else I give up. Oh, man. Like that part of the book. That sounds like a web series tie-in to me. You could probably we put that on Yahoo. You can put that on, on YouTube.com yeah. slash HBO. That's fine. Oh, do be... that or put it just on HBO Go or now or whatever. I don't care. Either both. Go now, yesterday, tomorrow. <laughs> Whichever HBO app works for Always you. Always in perpetuity. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I'm curious. I just want to I want to see it. I'm curious to see you know, in the, our 2017 really happy universe that we all live in, mm-hmm. no spoilers for anybody, uh, how is that contact going to resonate too? Especially if there's just some poignant things uh-huh. that I'm thinking about right now that yep. are just like... I mean, I think it's all... That's the same question we have about Doom Day, Doomsday Clock, right? Like, that yeah. book coming out, we're all like, how is this going to resonate? How are we going to connect the entire mm-hmm. DC universe to freaking Watchmen? And it, uh, are they going to pull it off? Because it's a gr- to me, it's a concept that makes me want to know how they're going to do it. That's why it's exciting to me. I'm, I'm like, okay, if you're going to do this and it's a cool idea, you got to prove to me that it works logically. And that's the hard part. Like, mm-hmm. I need to buy that it. That's true. And I think that because the political climate is somewhat similar to what it is pictured in that book, that, like, tensity and that, that uh, I'm looking for fright. Everyone's afraid. Like, that kind of <clears throat> environment, we're going to see things in this story that we've never seen before. But, like, it's I, that's why I'm excited about it. But you still have to connect those dots. And I think we're going to see that question answered. I'm rambling. We're going to see that question answered in both the Doomsday Clock and in this series. Um, I'm done. There was a point. No, I don't know. Yeah. It's a great point. Yeah. I was going to say it's crazy that we actually do see stories... Like, I feel like I hear about this a lot more than I ever did about the doomsday clock people. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the doomsday science, like, whoever so these scientists changing. are that are, like, four to midnight, yeah. you know and then they all move the clock. You know what I didn't realize? It moves back. I thought, like, oh, yeah. we're all going to die. <laughs> oh, like, no, it moves yeah. back. I'm, I'm pretty sure um, when uh, that guy is Is there just uh, one the dude thing, who moves it? That it moves I know what you're talking about. Minutes. You know, that one guy who looks like a, like a human turd. Sorry, not trying to get political here. Oh, boy. Ooh. President Cheeto. President Comeover. What's hey, the number? What's with that hair? Of what? What number president like is 420. Oh. Yeah. Uh, 45. 45. Just call him that. 
Oh. Um, that's what uh, uh, Madame Gandhi did at SGS this weekend, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but I forgot the number, so. Yeah. But that's what you do. Somebody, I think, referred to somebody sometime on the internet as a garbage bag full of coleslaw. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yep. uh, Nicole just spit out her drink. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Take. Um, that was and good. I feel like that's an applicable for many occasions, for many characters, I'm perhaps. So mad. <laughs> um, but anyway, off track. Sorry. Um, I'm I'm fascinated. Also, if you guys remember when the Watchmen movie came out, um, yes. I, there <laughs> I was <laughs> 2009. Picture it. Um, there was this <laughs> eight years ago, long time. The year is 2009. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is in the headlines again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and all the ships great, at sea. There was this great cartoon on YouTube called Saturday Morning Watchmen. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it uh, it had the characters in their original comic costumes. I actually don't know if it was made prior to the movie, um, but boy, if I suggest anybody look up anything right now, it's Saturday Morning Watchmen. <laughs> Write it down and do it when you're done with our podcast. Thank Bye. You. Great note. <laughs> and uh, finally, yes. final bit of news that we just had to include was uh, Gotham released some no. images <laughs> of uh, what the upcoming season Have four is going to look like. No, I haven't. Oh, man. I got it. Vicky Lee, I got it. Looks <laughs> bad. I almost showed her the picture of Nick Cage first. So can we talk about how, from where we are, they were filming some roof scenes? Like a, yep. You've talked about it, I'm sure. Yep. Bruce Wayne dons a costume as a teen and, uh... Why, he looks like a bat and a man. No. Not really, just kidding. No. He looks like a he robber. Lo- a really <laughs> bad robber. <laughs> he looks like a bad robber. He looks like the and costume he, was ripped from... He doesn't from, even have wings. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a bad ripoff of kick-ass. I'm going to stop you right there. Your costume doesn't have wings. <laughs> Work on that. <laughs> Work on that, Bruce. Uh, what are we doing? What, what are, are we doing, doing, Gotham? He's in his sweatpants. He's in sweatpants and a leather jacket. Remember? He looks when, like Nick Cage from Kick Ass One. Christian Bale answered the question, What's the difference between you and me with I'm not wearing hockey pants? Some guy was like, That's mine. I'm going to remember it, but I don't know why. I will. And the answer <laughs> is so I can put my young Bruce Wayne in hockey pants. I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing high tech outfits. Or it's hockey pants. <laughs> Where's the trigger? Shirtless. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> shirtless. Why'd you say that name? This is a recurring <laughs> joke on our podcast. Shirtless. Bob told me the other day that someone casually said shirtless in a sentence. And I was and legitimately he, triggered. And Bob it. legitimately wanted to yell, why'd you say that name? Yeah, I lost it. It might have been me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's it for our news this week. I don't watch Gotham. I'm not going to yeah. watch Gotham. Whatever. whatever. It looks like kick-ass. Whatever. Um, moving on, though, let's talk about our issue of the week. Cool. Issue of the week. Already? Yeah. All right. Okay, All right. Nicole is super enthused. I'm sorry. I'm trying to work at the same time. I know. Uh, so why don't we start with you so we can talk about something not work. Nicole. Hi. What's your issue? I have so many. Where do you want to start? Uh, the one about comics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm I'm bringing some metal nonsense to. Yes. The Bob world. and I love the metal. Not oh the red With death. Batman the red death. I love this um, throwback to foil covers. I do love them. It's a metal tie-in. So basically, mm. what's going on is in metal. Nobody could find Batman. We didn't know where he was. Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? You're right. In, in Dark Knight's yeah. Metal, issue two on stands We're now. We're all like, trying to find Batman. Okay, this tells you where Batman is. Um, he <laughs> went to another uh, reality, another Earth. 
yeah. Earth number, I don't know what, to it's the uh, dark <laughs> meld, <laughs> meld with the Speed Force, which uh, he kills that universe's Flash to do it. Batman's yeah. going through some stuff, guys. Wait, what? He, yeah, no, no, no. I so swear remember, to God, it is the most horrifying thing. Hang on, let me show you. This guys. is not Sorry. during issue two. This is before issue yes, two. Yes, it is before issue two. Um, it's one of the things Bruce does to try to uh, save himself. Really? Yeah. Why? So there's a there's he is the looking flash at so the he comic. can take he can take Mouth over the speed wide open. Yep. That doesn't seem like something Batman would do. Because I think Batman is being um, influenced by the metal. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barbados. 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 The I don't know. Barbados. Metal. <laughs> um. No, there are you. there are multiple metals involved, right. as um, you know. Dionysium. Yeah. Batmantium. Um, it's <laughs> That's a, a lot. real comics. The, That's a real thing that was those, written. That was the stupidest thing I ever heard, and I love Scott Snyder, but my God, dude. Batmantium. Bat- I can't. He didn't make that um, up, did he, though? I don't know if he did or not, but also a really cool thing that I noticed because I'm in a Frank Miller hole right now. Oh, do boy. you see this guy right here? Who's that? Oh, yeah. This is a one of the like thug dudes from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, it looks like a oh. dick or like a. <coughs> He's got those glasses on. Ooh. Like that. That was my in man here Rob. Just randomly, it was really weird. Rob um, Savage, yo. But yeah, he becomes this like thing that's like yep. half Batman, half Flash. It's really wild. But I'm gonna ruin the end. Oh wait, no. Is that is that one of the Batman that appear at the end? That's one of the Batman yes. that appear at the yes. end. Oh. oh. So That's uh, how that one yeah. becomes. So we've got this so character cool. talking, and I haven't, fig- I hadn't figured out who it is. It might be another. Mm-hmm. So throughout the whole thing, you've got these bubbles, and it's this like dude with these creepy freaking teeth, uh, talking to this Batman character, and you're not, I'm not really sure at least who it is. And then at the end, he says, "Let me tell you a secret. All it takes is one bad day." Yeah. And I almost shat a brick uh, at that point because. If you don't know what that is, it's from a terrible book, but mm-hmm. it's from The Killing Joke. Yep. So he is literally pulling in all of DC continuity. This is not yeah. just the main continuity. This is everything. I think each of so the wild each of the Dark Knights or what happens in like a different universe when yes, Batman has that bad day, and so yes. one ends up killing the Flash, another's going to end up killing Aquaman, yes. Wonder or which is why they all look like. Mm-hmm. Metal like night versions of the members of the Justice League. I really I like the um, Flash version the most though. Yeah, he's I really cool. like uh. this version. Um, I like how dark this is. I'm sad. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just liked I liked the book and uh, Josh Williamson wrote it and he's a really nice dude. Um, I met him at Comic Con <laughs> nice and just talked to him about how much I liked Harley Quinn mm-hmm. and he really liked Harley Quinn and he was really excited to write her in the Suicide Squad v. Justice League book that he wrote that wasn't great. But that, you know, yeah. His character writing was really good, but the story wasn't, which I don't know how much is him and how much is whatever. But he's he got the character, which I really appreciated. Um, and he does a really good job in this book, so um, props to him. He's a talented man. Um, nice. And it looks really cool also. So Like one of them old Pokemon cards yeah. I had. It's, uh, Still sparkly have. Bits. Yeah. It's, sparkly it's a, bits? It's a good read. Ew. That's a good one. Sparkle. Look at my Pokemon card sparkly bits. So, uh, Bob, <laughs> Bob, what's your issue? Bob. Uh, my issue. Gene. Scott. Is. <laughs> Professor X. Uh, Logan. Oh, boy. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. 
listen, bub. Um, my issue is Ninjak number zero from Ooh. Valiant Comics. Nicole recommended that I pick this I one did. up. You've um, never read a Ninjak? Hmm. You've never read a Ninjak? I've never read a Ninjak comic book huh. in that my life. That was why I was like, here, have the number ah. zero. Which is crazy because he has been around since 1993, I just found Long out. Long really? And did you know this character was created by none other than former editor-in-chief of Marvel? Yes. Joe Casada. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And boy, let me tell you, it yep. looks like he hasn't changed his costume since 1993. <laughs> no, he hasn't. He looks like Azrael, the yep. the Batman person who was also designed by Joe Casada. Uh, he's got this like, okay, so he's a ninja, but he's also a man. I don't know. He goes out and does like ninja type stuff in the service of like. Wait, why crime. isn't his name Ninja Man? Ninja Man. <laughs> he's almost like real a, missed a opportunity James in '93. Is how I describe him. He's like a, yes. He's, he's a James Bond ninja. He's like a secret agent ninja. Yes, he, he, he. You see him, and this is a cool <laughs> issue. It's literally divided down the middle, uh, vertically, mm-hmm. with one story going on up top of just Ninjak doing a mission. He's killing a lot of guys, and he's pr- pursuing some sort of MacGuffin. And then you get the full backstory of Ninjak at the bottom. Uh, from childhood up through his entire convoluted backstory. I'm excited for this book. That's uh, really excited. I've read this. For our viewers, uh, <laughs> yeah, Nicole is pointing words. at ads. Uh, Bloodshot. Am, yes. And uh, Quantum and Woody. Quantum uh, and Woody I'm really excited about. Um, I made that my issue a few weeks ago, um, and it's oh starting yeah. up again. I'm very pumped. Um, the And and Ninjak is exciting as well, and as is Bloodshot, but I'm real pumped about Quantum and Woody. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> Real pumped, guys. Back in my issue. Sorry, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you literally took the book away from me. I, I don't know what to say. Here's what I'll say. Uh, I started reading this book, and I was like, oh, here's a ninja guy with swords, and he's going to kill a bunch of people in a second here. I hope they have some really cool sequential sequences of him, like, uh, tearing these guys apart, and that the action is easy to read and yeah. well choreographed and fun and exciting and then it was whoa and it was really well done it was Look very that, smooth guys. it was very cool it's super bloody it's mm-hmm. very violent mm-hmm. uh love it a story by matt kent <laughs> pencils by francis portella um it's uh it's a cool little introduction to this character i i was saying before we started the episode to nicole that my problems with it would be that like there's a lot of backstory that they're bringing to this character for a number zero issue, and it, and it asks you to learn a lot very quickly about his the loves of his lives and his villains, etc. But and his um, hockey pants. He gets around them. Yeah, but it's like he's not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> hockey pants. Uh, where's Falcone? Pads or pants? Hockey pants. Exactly. Oh, it might have been pads. It might have been pads, pads right? But yeah. I always thought he was saying pants. Oh, really? I think no, it's pads. No, because the guy's wearing hockey pads. He's yeah. wearing a hockey... Yeah. P- the the guy who's like, what makes you so great? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. And then that guy died. <laughs> that voice is so terrible that I didn't understand what he said. To this day, it's my favorite film, guys. I didn't know what. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sorry, I don't know. I <laughs> He's a ninja. He does ninja type stuff. The end. Read it. He's an English ninja. Hey, uh, hey, special guest, Vicky Lita. That's me. Hello. You, you remembered issue? I'm here. Do you have an issue this week? <laughs> um, I, well, when you said, oh, come on our podcast, I thought it was about, like, you know, talking about millennial type romance issues. Too. Yeah. So I have those mm-hmm. issues. Just kidding. No. Sorry. Same, um, Girl. Just get it out. Hour two. Getting hey. into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do, actually. Um, so mine is more so 
not the specific issue because I believe uh, issue eight came out this week and mm-hmm. I did not pick it up yet. Uh, but That's I all right. Recently, yeah, thank you, Captain. Sorry. <laughs> I, I wow. must be like the most annoying <laughs> special guest. I'm sorry. Uh, but what I picked up today was Snot Girl Volume One yeah. by mm. the uh, by the fabulous and rare talented Brian Leo Mann. Brian Lee. Which I, I do believe we've we've uh, heard his name before and and a little little cartoon called uh, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so now we're Southern debutantes? Or yeah. are we still English? Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, no, go on. I've had a part of a, a little light beer. So I don't make you look out on the patio. Killing me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the wonderful Brian Lee O'Malley mm-hmm. at Radio Maru on Twitter. Um, <laughs> and art by Leslie Hung, who I just um, have, I've been following for a little bit. Um, and it's a great really charming story and i hate to say charming is like kind of this like cavalier like oh it's charming i guess but it's a really good like tight story that the humor of brian lee um and the art of leslie hung is just like it's it's lush dude it's like it's like when you and this is relevant when you look on instagram and you see this delicious dessert that's only at the specific place in la or new york and you're like i want that it evokes those kind of feelings it's just pretty to look at it just Mm. colors are bright and fun i mean it's different color uh, <laughs> Mickey Quinn and Maria Odomo were a part of this two letters and colorists, I believe. I'm scrambling to look at it. Yeah, Mickey <laughs> Quinn colorist. Oh, I love Maria that Adorno splash page in the back. Letter. Yeah, the splash so pages good. are gorgeous. And then <laughs> Brian Lee gets into some of his own art there. Um, so it's a story of, uh, again, I, I'm re- I have just read volume one. I believe there are two more issues out that I haven't read yet, so I'm not quite caught up. For those who don't know, it's about uh, an Instagram, excuse me, uh, a, blog- a blogger's life and lifestyle and she the whole idea is that like oh i live this perfect life except i have allergies and it's a very (laughs) tongue-in-cheek like trying to create the perfect image but having this terrible thing that's happening to you it's it's a very humorous issue um it does deal with some real life stuff too like uh you know like like this kind of um game we play with our friends for living the better life or like Mm. um you know like even in one one part like her name is lottie person Mm-hmm. the main character and she has Lottie this person. Lottie person it's great and she has one character who's always calling her snotty and you've ever had that one friend that's kind of like I mean there's a whole other issue with this too. Uh, if you ever had that one friend that's just kind of jarring onto you you yeah. know like this 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 personality or this name that you don't want it's its just it's great I love it I, I'm so excited to read more um, and I think it's an incredible series I mean for me Brian Lee O'Malley never disappoints and I would recommend follow Leslie Hung on Twitter on Instagrams, like look at that art. It's it's great. It's just a pleasure to enjoy. So I'm excited to see what like else a, is coming up. Like a snack on some Instagrams. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I can. That's what it's called, right? Peel some Instagrams. That's a good one, Vic. Thank you. Hey, like Ben. Yeah. What the hell's your issue? Oh man. I mentioned it earlier. It's Jean. Jean. Let's go. Jean. Uh, it's Jean Grey, number seven. <coughs> um. And uh, the original during the start of the Jean Grey series, which follows Teen Jean, uh, going on her own adventures to discover herself. Uh, yes, Bob, you can take a look. Um, the art is a little bit inconsistent, but the story is really interesting because it's about Jean trying to deal with the legacy of Jean. Because um, every she's in a time now where Jean has lived and died and lived and died and lived and died and lived and died and like, lived and like died. Like, would you say a phoenix? Yes. Okay, that was my joke. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> And she just had this uh, episode where she's been hearing voices in her head and Doctor Strange helped her kind of exercise it. And it turns out it's the spirit of adult Jean. 
Wow. Adult Jean is talking to her and trying to get... That's awesome. Yeah, Adult Jean is trying to talk to her and get her to deal with the fact that the Phoenix is coming back for her because so long as there's a Jean Grey that's alive in the world, the Phoenix is going to come find it. Um, Wow. So she's trying to get ready. Um, She's having some stress about it. Scarlet Witch comes to try to help with that stress. Um, Wow. Because Scarlet Witch understands, like, having great, horrible, destructive power. Um, so it's kind of like an interesting issue and it's been an interesting last three issues with Jean kind of really grappling with this now. The first couple were kind of more so set up for like, here's Jean Grey and here's all the stuff she does. And now it's like, here's Jean Grey dealing with the legacy of the Phoenix. Mm. Um, and it ends, it ends really interestingly this last issue where, um, the spirit that the psionic spirit of adult Jean takes over Emma Frost's body. Whoa. Ooh. And so so crap is going to happen, and it's going to be awesome because like everyone that. loves a Jean Grey Emma Frost fight. Mm-hmm. And the last issue, issue six, was also, I would say, like, six and seven together are really fun because uh, Doctor Strange, like, jumped into Jean's mind, and Jean was viewing, teen Jean was viewing adult Jean's past oh. and just, like, putting together the different puzzle pieces. Like, they showed that one scene in New X-Men where, like, Jean is fighting with Emma, with Scott, like, right in the middle. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. I love it. Jean! Yeah, uh, Jean-Emma fights Nothing, don't ever know. end well Don't for Emma. ever end well. No. Like, she usually gets pretty roasted. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be it's gonna be interesting. Um, but, yeah, Jean Grey is doing well. De- uh, it's Dennis Hopeless. So, you know, he's usually not one for bad story. There you go. And this one's pretty good. Jean, Jean, Scott, Beast, <laughs> which which Beast? Kelsey Grammer. Beast. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Frazier. Free. Oh my God! I said Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> no, yeah, that's Kelsey Frazier. Uh, <laughs> Frazier. Frazier. Miles. Shirtless. Shirtless. Patrick. Allen scrambled it. There was a, an, ep- <laughs> uh, an episode, an issue of uh, Shirtless Bear Fighter that came out this week, and it was excellent. Mm. But mm. it's already been my issue, so I couldn't do it again. It's on my it's on my phone to read. So I downloaded good. some issues of Shirtless Bear Fighter. There's only four, and there's only one left. So That's probably the amount that up. I have. I was just like, <laughs> zip file, download. Yep, it's very good. I'm a fan. Jane! And <laughs> on that note. Hey, Vicky, where can we find you on the uh, <laughs> social media? I was thinking along. Why? Yeah. Uh, my at is uh, at V-I-C-K-Y-L-E-E-T-U-H. It's my name phonetically because <laughs> we're not really great Italians. Um, <laughs> so Vicky Lee Tu um, on the Instagrapes and the, the tweeter. Need to eat, um, eat some of these Instagrapes I keep I, hearing about. Yeah, they sound delicious. Great. Yeah. They're addicting, if you will. A social commentary. Um, I do have a webcomic. If you all want to follow it, you it's should. about being sad. Which, yes. but with a little fun in it too, you know. Um, it's called Generic Lottery. dot <laughs> <laughs> tumblr. dot com because I have not purchased a domain for it yet. But I do try to do a weekly post about um, you know living a life with uh, mental illness, etc., and a chronic illness, and it's, it's, a, it's a wacky ride for all. Um, and yeah, and please don't hate me. It's been such a joy being on this, talking with you guys. Like, well, Vicky, it was real great to have well, you. Well, well Benji, I, I'll be here in a heartbeat if you ask me again. Oh, don't worry, darling. We'll have you on again sometime soon. <laughs> oh, 
Gee Willy. We do this like every day at work, though. It's like. Join us again, comrade. No, this is how I talk to Ben. Yeah. Yeah. We usually have a little like hop and a skip involved. Do silly voice. Do silly voice. Entertain. Yes. It's for the entertaining. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We have been the panel. I have been Ben Fallon, I guess. You've been... I've been been Bob, Al Green. I'm 90% sure I've been Nicole Herview, but you might have to check me on that. Yeah, maybe. I'm Vicky Lita. Oh, the (laughs) only one who's certain. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) We will catch... Oh, my God. Catch you on the next issue. First move. (laughs) Sean Ashmore. (laughs) Holly Tom. Holly Berry. (laughs) 